it, it's it's um so many things across the globe. Honestly, uh, Real Madrid riding their luck. Arsenal almost giving two goal lead away on the weekend. So many and sports stopping Liverpool. That's I think that's the, um, the most amazing result for the weekend. My name is Adeja Adebo Ali, new sister sport coming live to you on a band radio scope on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course on every other podcast that you can take up. I got with me to the Oracle Kachi, although I'm the new Oracle right now. I predicted Real Madrid. <laughs> I predicted Real Madrid. Uh, defeating Bar City 3 1. Kachi, you want to say hi to the guys? Sports fans, it's always a pleasure to be here. Let me first start by wishing all the mothers across the globe a, a very happy Mother's Day, um, at least here in North America. Um, but we love you all. Um, thanks for supporting us um, and, and bearing with us when we spend hours discussing sports. Uh, beyond that, um, an amazing week of sports. Uh, Liverpool almost uh, jinxing themselves. Madrid never knowing how to how to die. They keep coming back like the cockroach. And then my darling AC Milan almost giving me a heart attack by conceding against Verona very early. And then Canelo, uh, who knew that somebody could stop Canelo from, from throwing all his marvelous punches? All this we will get to digest. Stay tuned, guys. All right, perfect. Thank you very much for that. Of course, uh, just as a reminder, or a big shout out to Shea Jai's wife. Today is her birthday. Happy birthday to Mrs. Sajai as well. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers across the globe. All right, perfect. We'll move straight into the show. And we're going to be starting with the review of the NBA playoff season. It's NBA playoff season. Man, you gotta love it. Um, Kachi, Celtic versus Box. I, I, I wanted, I wanted that last year to count. I wanted it so bad <laughs> so that we can go into overtime and see it. But it looks like we have a series on our hands right now. Do you think so as yeah. well? Oh, I definitely think so. It looks like we have a series on our hands. Um, I really, really am so sad that we're getting this in the conference semifinals instead of in the conference finals itself. Uh, this looks like it's going to go to seven games, like you rightly said, uh, simply because the Celtics don't also give up. They are, they are very gritty. Yeah. Uh, they have their three biggest stars, save for this, this slight slump that uh, Jason Tatum faced in game three over the weekend but they have their three biggest stars in Tatum Marcus Smart and Jalen yeah. Brown uh, firing on all cylinders Al Horford himself is contributing and contributing big time picking up the slack yeah. uh, and um, as much as um, Yanis has been very dominant the truth is that the Celtics have also taken away some easy baskets from Yanis due to their trap system and how they've been trying to get him the only thing that can't stop that really has made Yanis very dominant is because of his size and his strength yeah. and his uh-huh. power um, uh-huh. I really have to say big kudos to them uh, when I say them I mean the box because um, between Yanis and um, Bobby Portis and Drew Holiday Holiday, they've Andrew been Holiday. picking up the slack um, that that they, are, they should have felt due to the absence of their um, pretty much team. their number two guy Chris Middleton. That's about twenty between twenty to twenty five points not Missing. available for the box. Yeah. Um, like I told you during our during our call uh, our chat in our social media page, I think that if the box also had 
their three biggest stars. Three biggest stars. Um, it, um, it probably won't be this close. Maybe mm-hmm. the box win it in six instead of potentially going to going seven. To seven. Um, yeah. But you have to, like I said, give kudos to the Celtics. Uh, what we saw against the Brooklyn Nets was not a fluke. They did, and we, you have to say so because since January, since January 2022, Boston Celtics have had Happy the first. best defense in, our, in, in the, the NBA. NBA. So, so big kudos to Ime Udoka. It's not always, um, it's not every time you get to see someone of Nigerian descent coach a team, a marquee team such as uh, the Boston Celtics. But beyond just coaching them, is bringing proper defense structure, defensive structure, structure to the team. NBA. Each person knows what they need to do. However, if Jason Tatum shoots as poorly as he did in game three, in game, in three. game four, then I, 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 maybe this series will, will end in six. Because six. if the Bucks would pick game four back in, um, in Milwaukee, Maybe we will not see yeah. like seven games. Okay, so I, I want to ask you a question though before we move to other games. Uh, it's and the fact is, how do you stop Yanis? Because honestly, uh, the Celtic did it in two, uh, trying to mm-hmm. stop Yanis by mm-hmm. by disrupting his elements and how he flows and the rest. And they did it well. They were they were lucky. They were lucky. I will not say they were lucky. They were they were they were intentional about it, and it worked out for yeah. them. Uh, game three, it did not. So much. Um, Yanis did what he knows how to do, and he still bullied them. So, how, mm-hmm. how do you think they can potentially stop Yanis? Um, I think they are doing a good job right now. Um, it's just that Yanis has been making those tough shots um, yeah. that he did not make it. that he did not make in game two. You yeah. know, um, beyond beyond the current defensive structure that they have. I uh-huh. really don't see any other way you can stop you that. You can stop Yanis. That man wow. looks like a freight train barging down at you. You either uh, yeah. make way or you get, uh, you just get run over. I, I saw two clips, or rather, there were two clips that encapsulates what I'm saying, where mm-hmm. he did his Euro step and just uh-huh. a, by a body check, he threw yeah. Jason Tatum to, it looked like he threw him. Yeah, from yeah. Back uh-huh. to Boston. Uh, the only other thing I think can stop Yanis is if the refs decide to blow the game like a regular season game and call fouls oh. as easily as they call during the regular season. Mm. But it's playoff basketball. The, the teams are allowed to get more physical. The teams mm-hmm. are allowed to. So the referee figuratively swallow their whistle and they don't blow calls even calls. though Yanis thought that some calls went against him. Yes. The only other way they can do that because if the referees don't, if they blow it like the regular season game, Yanis definitely will fall out and once he fouls out uh, it's good night Milwaukee but in other words Yanis um, is unstoppable. He's I think unstoppable. he's the best player right now in the NBA. What, he just, he's not carrying what, himself that way. 100%, 100%. Oh my God. It's it such a to watch. It's it's um catchy just to purchase what you said. Uh sometimes it's just you don't have um the the marketability, you know. I feel that's what that's what uh is stopping Yanis kind of, you know, it's not like he's not marketable, but when you compare him to 
the A-listed other A-listed guy because he's a, an A-list uh, b- basketballer. Definitely. If you ask me, so so comparing him to the other A-list A-listed uh, basketballers, maybe mm-hmm. because of the image, that's what is stopping. Anyways, and, going, and, and, okay. and, and, and just before we move on, and it's no fault yeah. of Yanis. You look at every other international elite basketballer, Luka uh-huh. Doncic. Um, yeah. uh, the Joker man, Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. As much as they are popular due to their abilities, they don't enjoy as much fame as fame. the homegrown talent. And it's just yeah, how yeah. the American market is. I, I remember um, a very old story of how uh, Hakim, the dream, Olajuwon lost a uh-huh. lucrative 10 year Pepsi Cola deal simply because he could not speak with that South American twang. So wow. um, it's, it's just, it's the sad reality of being an international talent, but make no mistake, popularity or no popularity, the best player right now is the international Of course, drop, drop, drop it 36 points. Uh, I think the, the closest Yanis right now is going to be another international in Luka. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Anyways, yeah, so we we saw we thought we thought honestly and we thought wrong that the souls are going to blow away the the Dallas Maverick and we have a series on our hand two twins tied right now if I'm not mistaken and I'm like oh yes. look at Donnie was was it was a beast it was a beast game for uh putting all those baskets down and making making even it CP3 looking making him look like a rookie that, that was that was the most amazing thing. Uh, what do you think potentially happen in this series? Because it's, it's quite hard now to call it for the songs. Uh, it's hard, but not difficult. I, well, I, I, I sound contradictory. I think it's not that crazily hard, simply because the songs have two more home games. Um, mm. If the series gets to seven games, uh, the songs have the advantage of hosting two of those two of the last three games in Arizona um, and all they have to do is take care of home court right now game five goes yeah. back to, to Phoenix um, and I think um, like like Murphy, it's got pretty much called Murphy's law where at some point you peak and then you start to start to start to slide I think that's what would describe what we've seen with Chris Paul or what we saw with Chris Paul in game four and maybe partly in game three I've never seen Chris Paul play as bad as he did in those two games I don't think that will continue Chris I mean the Suns Chris Paul had four of his six personal fouls in the first half alone so it was by by the third quarter he fouled out continuous fouling that is, I don't really think CP3 would do like that again. Uh, secondly, as much as Luka Doncic is so influential, influential um, he can't do it all by himself. Um, <laughs> I'm still saying this. By the time the Mavs are bounced out of this playoff, Luka needs uh-huh. to sit down with Mark Cuban and say, I need a second big start. Otherwise, uh-huh. I, know, I know I'm a franchise player. I mean, Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki did it and won the championship with the Mavs, but at least he had a very, very strong support cast. So mm-hmm. I still give the edge to the Suns, but by world, the Suns will be like, they are in for a shot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. regular season basketball 
is not playoff basketball. And then they also, the element of surprise they had last year when all eyes were on the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Lakers is no longer there. They had the best result. Everybody knew or knows rather that to get to the conference, um, to the NBA finals, finals. every possibility will go through the Suns and they're Mm -hmm. bringing their A game. So, um, I want to see seven game series, man. Don't let this stop <laughs> at any point in time. I want to enjoy my summer. Um, and to enjoy it, I need to see great basketball. All right, perfect. I, I, I want to say that's definitely that's the most um surprising game in the series in the playoffs right now. Take it or leave it because mm-hmm. nobody would have thought uh, it's going to get uh, as as interesting as it is right now. And going to the Golden State Warriors versus the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies, the Memphis Grizzlies, um, Yamrat is definitely out of game four uh, as mm-hmm. it stands right now. Yeah. And uh, they were lucky. Game one, you predicted that uh, the Grizzlies were going to take game one, but they lost game one, came back game two. That I thought they would, they would definitely lose after after losing the game one. They won that one. And uh, the Golden State Warriors gave them an early lead, like, okay, go on, kids. Um, but we're gonna we're warming up <laughs> by, by, by the second, by by the end of the first quarter. We'll show you who the big boys are. Uh, the right. Grizzlies actually won the first, uh, the first, uh, the first quarter, and after that, it was game over for them in the series. Mm-hmm. Do, we, do you think this is gonna be like game five? By game five, it's done, yeah. Uh, 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 sorry, Debo. I've always thought this was going to be a five-game series. What I said was, yes, the Grizzlies would ride the emotional uh, uh, roller coaster of playing at homes and uh-huh. get game one. But um, I mean, the, the Warriors will come from nowhere and, and just and sweep them to the side. They're young, they're an exciting team, but they don't have that playoff experience, and it's beginning to tell. Uh, and and in 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 Jordan Poole, um, the 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 the, the um, sorry the Warriors have a a true star burgeoning. I mean, is almost like the Splash Brothers now. As a matter of fact, yeah. I personally think he has pushed Clay Thompson to I, number that, three in the Splash why, Brothers. But, right but, but why, why do you always do that? I was just about to ask you that at this point, it, we say, is it safe to say that Clay is no longer the number two in the Golden State Warriors? Yeah, I think, I think at this point, until he's gotten as many games as possible under his belt and he can mentally move away from that gruesome injury suffered for two years. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Clay is definitely number three in the Splash Brothers mm-hmm. enterprise. But I, it's something he's not he's taking in, in in his stride because he knows that I will give you what I can give you, but don't run your offense through me. Yes, he's got some mm-hmm. really big buckets, but that's because Poole is drawing, attracting the kind of attention that that will free free up Clay Thompson and make him have those one-on-one ISO situations, which obviously he will he will thrive on. Uh, the Warriors blew out uh, the, the the Grizzlies. The sad news is that we are losing Jar for game yeah, four. And, yeah, <laughs> and by that point, by the time he's returning, I think it will be game over. But it's really good experience. I like to see young yeah, stars have playoff experience. Sometimes it's not so good that your very first playoff run out you have such tremendous success because then you get this false 
mindset Cause, that that is yeah. how it will be every it year. Uh, it, it worked against LeBron in his first year. I mean, it took that. I don't know if it's bench, chairs, tables, and buckets in Cleveland in Cleveland to the finals until he was swept by the Spurs. And he thought yeah. it was going to be like that until he saw how the boys in Celtics were handling <laughs> business. So uh, uh-huh. it makes for good experience for them. I think this series is over. Um, definitely, we predicted the Golden State Warriors uh, finish yeah, yeah, we the did. Western Conference semifinal. And I still think we def- that will we happen. Definitely we definitely did. Uh, thank you for that. And the Celtics stars at the, at the Miami East looks... Oh, okay, so everybody thought... Um, Jo- jo- Joel is going to be out definitely, but Joel is back, and the tide actually switched over to to uh, to the seventy sixers again. I feel mm-hmm. personally, I feel the I feel the Heat is the better side, honestly, all round overall. And uh, mm-hmm. the reason why I feel that is because uh, apart from the, uh, from from Mesa or Maya, whatever his name is. James Harden is, yeah. is not bringing so much to the game. Like, he's not bringing anything. When when Embiid was out, I think for game two, James Harden did not even bring anything. He could not even stand up like, okay, let me take charge and, you know, help the small guys and or, or whatever. And he's the number two in the team, if not even number one. But of course, he's not performing like a number one. So I'll say it's number two in the, in the team. And he's not doing that. So I feel overall, and look at if you look at if you look at the scoreboard right now, um, the mm-hmm. Butler is top in the in the in the, in the playoffs right now, so today. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. feel personally, but what do you think about this series? Do you think we draw back now? It, it looks a little bit more balanced, and um, the each will take it out in game seven, or, or or do you think there will be a kind of um, surprise for for us all? All right. So before before I even tell you what I think about the series, I need to uh-huh. say two things. Uh, the first thing is right now, um, everybody should forget about the Houston Rockets. James Harden. That James mm. Harden is it's gone. gone. Uh, James Harden right now is playing within himself simply because he's mentally enslaved by the numerous hamstring injuries he's getting. It's no longer explosive, like you rightly said. He can't give you the numbers, like you like like you also rightly said. So so let's get that out of the way. Houston Rocket James Harden, where he was back to back back to back scoring champion or yeah. winning MVP or mm-hmm. going ISO step back three, that is gone. Number two, and I'm trying to correct you right now, James Harden definitely is not the number two. In the oh, it's, the oh, number wow. two person right now belongs to Tyrese Maxi, a, a, a second year a young kid who has <laughs> grown in leaps and bounds. And reading a lot of documentary or a lot of um, articles about him, I understand that Doc Rivers I highlighted that this boy is going to be a starter from the first time mm. he took over um, with the wow. Sixers. That's how much talent he has. And it's been a joy to watch. Uh, and uh, maybe simply because of Tyrese, I want to see that series get to seven. But I think mm. it ends in six. And this is why I say so. Uh, game three. Uh, okay. Uh, before I even go into the analysis, uh, analogy, the most important thing we should realize was 
The reason why Embiid came back for Game 3 was because they know that they could not get the production they needed from James Harden. They, yeah. If they knew James Harden at least could, could deliver. give them 25, 28, or 33 points, 30 points, they probably would have allowed um, Embiid to stay yeah. for one more game. More game. You know? So, coming back to that, James uh, Game 3 was really based on a very hot and consistent Ty- Tyrese Maxi, but mm-hmm. a much hotter, inconsistent um, Danny Green. I mean, Danny yeah. Green was seven for eight from the three-point line. Get and, yeah. and we know Danny does not shoot that well every well, night. So, uh-huh. uh, it, 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 uh, currently, I, I need to check this uh, the box score right now. I don't know what Danny has, but I don't expect Danny Green to be as hot as he was in Game Three. If that is the case, then that means the scoring responsibility falls on only Embiid, Embiid. and on Maxi. Now, Embiid will get his. Because I mean, he's Embiid, probably going to yeah. be the MVP, regular season MVP <laughs> this year. He's who he is. He's a freak of nature. He's going to get yeah. his point. Maxi will probably get his own 21 to 26 points. But if the bench players, and I'm talking of Tobias Harris, uh, Danny Green, do not come consistently to, and chip in at least 15 points, 15, each, 20 points. Um, as good as the Celtics defense has been all through the season. I think the better defense has been the Miami Heat. The Miami. And what's one of the biggest, best stories for me is how good and how great Victor Ladipo has been in the playoff. For someone coming through, so, uh, coming through from all those injuries, care and all that, he's mm-hmm. been a great addition to the team. Playing his support role, coming from the bench, coordinating yeah. even in the absence of Kyle Lowry. I don't think mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry will have as bad a game as he had in Game 3. The Miami Heat just have much better weapons much spread across the court. Across the court. Um, that I think the just may finish this. If they if they split the series, which I expect them to in 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 Philadelphia by taking Game Four, I think it's I think it's good night. Okay. Um. Right now, it's, it's, it sounds at twenty eight twenty eight right now. So, uh, but it's, it's still a good it's still a it's still a good one for them. <laughs> Yeah, still good, from, still good. Still good for yeah, yeah. Let's see how it is. And of course, um, that's about it for uh basketball. And of course, we move to the new king. Uh, sorry, sorry, did I say king? The new kid on the block, Carlos Alcaraz. Uh, the boy is doing wonders. Honestly, that is just he's just a jealous if I call it the boy <laughs> word number nine. The, the, the boy is 90 years old. And as mm-hmm. of last year, Rafa, Rafa Nadal came out to say the boy is going to take the world by storm in two years. And now he did it a year and sweeping through Rafa himself, Novak, and Alexander Zverev. Honestly, I I feel we don't, and I know you and Anali attacked me when I said this couple of weeks back that see, we don't see this in the female version of mm-hmm. tennis. Um, and uh, that was when we coined the joke, the joke, the, 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 the word <laughs> dominance. Consistent and, and not dominance, yes. You know, <laughs> but, but what are we expecting from this kid? It's clear, like you rightly said, you know, in our production mm-hmm. more, mm-hmm. our Spanish, the Spanish love play. But this boy, I think he goes beyond just play. And it's, it could potentially be a weapon of mass destruction. Um, in, in, in the joining Alexander Zverev to see pass and the rest in the in the male version, what do you think? Or how excited uh, should I, we be for this 
I am excited, uh, and, and I don't want you to call me a hater. I truly am excited about Carlos Alcaraz. Uh, I like the fact that he, he went through because, he, uh, and we'll get to soccer later. We'll discuss Madrid in the Champions League. But there's nothing as beaten the, the biggest guys in 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 your circuit to to win your first major title, uh, so to speak. Uh, exciting times. I hope that in two years' time, he's also won at least one Grand Slam to his name. But like I told you, he, he's not a kid from out of the blues. I mean, his, his ATP ranking is number nine. So that's everybody, the world, the world knows he's good. The world, even the, the regulators of the sports of tennis know this is one of the top <laughs> 10 players we have right in now. The world. And also, yeah. like I said, the bar, the, the standard is if you are coming from Spain and you are that good at age 19, you should be winning your first Grand Slam. Because at age, mm. 19, at age 19, pardon me, um, Roger, um, Rafa Nadal Rafa first, first of 13, French Open. 13 uh, uh, Grand Slams, uh, uh, French Open. So um, the sky is indeed his limit, but the standard has been set. So, and I don't want to put uh, unnecessary pressure on him so okay, that it goes pocket. in, does what it needs to do, and then we get to enjoy it as as pleasurable viewers. But amazing, amazing uh, way to win the, the Madrid Open. Um, embarrassing Zerev in the finals. Um, going all the way, tie break, tie break, tie break with um, uh, um, what's his name? The, 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 the top seed Novak Djokovic. Yeah. yeah. And, and beating his childhood hero in the quarterfinal. So, um, yeah, it was fun to watch, but like I said, uh, let me say it for our the African listeners, we don't see him before. It's not blazing new trail. Just to chip in one thing else, uh, this boy has been caught by Juan Carlos Ferrero, uh, which oh, shows, uh, yeah, he's been caught by Juan Carlos Ferrero. Four titles already in his kitty uh, this year. He has won four titles and uh, currently he has five five titles, titles overall, having already backed over $5 million a prize money and across his young, young, young career. So that's not a surprise, Debo. That's not a surprise uh, anymore. That means I'm saying he's not a surprise element anymore. Element really anymore. Of, co- of course, yeah. the, 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 the highs are on him right now, and um, uh-huh. he, he cannot show us like, oh, I'm the new kid on the block, like, 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 like that again. Not after this exploit, defeating Novak, Ferreira, uh, Ra- sorry, uh, Rafa, and. Um, Zerev. Zerev. Oh, within one week. That's 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 a hit maker and it's really it really is impressive. Don't forget whatever I'm saying here. That's <laughs> uh, that's it's not not a mean fit to achieve. It's not, it's not. And of course, uh boxing Canelo was defeated uh by Bivor. And and you know, you know the funniest thing about this story is the fact that all the judges scored Canelo more points. Round one, round two, round three, round four, round five. All the judges. Mm-hmm. So if Bivol did not win the last round without margin, he would have lost this this, this bout. Which which is so crazy because everybody seems to see to think Cadillo lost fair and square. Yeah, and um, yeah. now there's more challenges to uh the the judging style in boxing. People are like, okay. We don't feel comfortable with this judging style anymore. 
and I know, I'm pretty sure I, I expressed this first to um to, to Shay a couple of weeks ago. Like realistically, is there something else they can do? Maybe a, a monitor, a robot who starts counting the botches as against the ref as against the umpires that we have on seats, dozing off and 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 all. And, and and this does this come as a surprise to you? Having seen the match, um, of what Kaino did, um, uh, not not as a surprise. Uh, let's not forget that Canelo moved up a weight class to go meet someone who has been fighting in that particular weight class. It was his it was his choice. It was his choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is similar to what uh, the last Abra Israel Adesanya also did. So, yeah. And so, so, and, and the reason why Canelo came out so gung ho in the first three round was he knew. I think he just knew deep down that uh, I'm a newbie into this particular weight class. Um, yeah. If I can finish it up as early as possible, catch this uh, this Russian kid by surprise, then maybe this this fight will go go well for me. But uh, before credit to him uh, and started landing those body blows. Um, I, th- I thought it was just end of it all. I was like, uh, come on, even if it's a split decision, it will go to be gone. Um, I don't think there was anything wrong uh, with having, number one, with the officiating. Number two, mm-hmm. uh, even for the future, I don't expect, or I rather, let me not say expect, I would rather uh, want us to retain that human element because that's what gives us debates like this to have. Um, we've seen the, the reception VAR has received globally even though we know it's automated there's still a lot of debates and people are like oh technology is not solving the problem but if it's pure human error we can go with the fact that yes humans make error and, make, and, make and we enjoy it. but back 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 to the fight I mean even people who are boxing aficionados and Sheyu we miss you big shout out to you here Sheyu and uh, Olayinka but I will, I will hold the fort even people <laughs> who were big boxing aficionados like Flood Mayweather knew that this was one fight too much for Canelo for Canelo Floyd bet uh, Floyd placed his bet uh, for, uh, for okay. people and won and won big in Vegas um, it was a master class uh, maybe if this was Canelo's second fight or third fight in that way the then it would have probably been a different story but him bucking up that much I think he weighed about 175.4 or 176 yeah. I mean mm-hmm. that's a, that's almost 6 or 7 kg extra weight that he mm-hmm. had to take and now he had somebody of that particular weight class leaning on him it's it's similar to what Dylan White suffered against uh, against ICJ. <laughs> 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 Dylan never had any chance. He did not suffer anything. <laughs> hey, okay, okay, maybe maybe not maybe not as similar. But but my analogy really is sometimes when you move up that weight class, it probably is yeah, really being yeah, over ambitious, and I think yeah, that over ambitious um, got the better of him. Of got the better of Kaelo. Oh, shout out to Kaelo. We still love, we still love you here at Nielsen. This is sports, and of course, I'm, I'm of course, Kaelo boy. Yeah, yes, you're still, a, you're still a champion. You're not a Kaelo. You can't be a Kaelo. You're older than the guy. Now, why can't you be? No, I'm a Kaelo boy. Like I, I mean, the fighter. You're a fan. Yes, you're a fan. You cannot be a boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to quick break right now. When we come back, we'll be jumping and discussing the legacy of Joseph. Pep Guardiola versus Jose Murillo, the special one. Don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back. Joseph Onagiobi is going to go down as one of the best managers in the history of soccer, of football as, as we know it. And of course, 
Jose Mourinho uh, giving his pedigree, what he has done. Um, I could remember his, his, his first interview when he came to Chelsea, fresh out of the Champions League. I'm the best manager in the world. I'm the special one. Full of confidence. If he has done it over and over and over again. At a point, he broke the hegemony of Barcelona in Spain, making uh, uh, Josef leave for for, for, for Bayern Munich. Honestly, people tend not to. People tend to say it wasn't the case, but at the point of breaking that hegemony, Joseph actually ran to Bayern Munich. Another good thing. And we look at Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola on eighteen. So many great players, so many great mm-hmm. players, like small mm-hmm. boys that outside the Guardiola play, they did not function. I'm talking about players like Bojan, um, Isaac Kokena, Adama Traore, amongst others, you know, um, Batra, um, I forgot the name of all the other others, young central defender that he wanted right. and he showed them the way of how to play football. So, talking about the best Tiki Taka that we've seen, maybe Bar, Arsene Wenger, Yuan Krop in the last couple of decades. Without a shadow of doubt, Pep Guardiola will always be mentioned. So it's his legacy is never going to be about did he go from one good team to another. Nobody cares. I can decide to go from Chevron to Shell to Mobile. Nobody's going to call me a bad engineer because I'm moving to the best, best, best. Exactly, uh, exactly. Best companies. Exactly. So that would not be. But on the flip side, you look at Guardiola's last maybe 10 years or 12 years since he left Barcelona with Xavi, uh, Iniesta, uh, Messi, the Chaology, you know, Yaya Toure, Sergio Busquets, and the rest. And he could not do it. He could not replicate the Champions League. Champions League um success. Form. success. Thank you very much for that one. He could not. He tried. He could not. At Bayern, and Bayern did it after I believe after he left. Or right before he came. I, I, I'm not so sure right now. After he left. That, after your, he left. Your kind, your kind yeah. exactly. He just and he did just wanting right, buying the, the central midfielder that they needed. I mean, uh, Martinez, and they won the following season, or two seasons after, I'm not exactly sure. And you look at it, it came to Man City. Man City was already a big club. Manuel, uh, Manuel Pellegrini already put them on the, on the right path, coming down from um, probably Martini, winning them their FA Cup, first FA Cup in like 50 years or more, going to league, uh, winning the league for Manchester United, then Manuel Pellegrini came as well. and. Pep Guardiola has spent over 1 billion euros since he came to City. He has won the league, no doubt about it, but he could not replicate it. And on the flip side, you look at Jose Mourinho, he did it with Porto, with Porto. he did it with Inter Milan, winning Inter Milan, their first trophy after almost 30 years. I think the first, the first championship for Inter Milan was 1992, and, and, and he did it. And he went to Real Madrid again, did something else, replicating he could not get to the Champions League final, blah, blah, blah. But now, he's in the final of the Europa Conference, making him the first coach to get to the final of the three elite competitions in Europe. Actually, playing the legacy of this guy side by side. Uh-huh. I know some people 
don't like judging the coaches based on the trophies won. But at the end of the day, that will be the business. Should be done. And looking at them, what do you think about the legacy of both of both guys? And what should we or would we potentially tell our kids in the near future when we're talking about these two great coaches? Uh, thanks, Debot, for putting me in such a tight spot. Um, <laughs> the truth is, I'm also one of those uh, members of that school of thought where you really shouldn't um, judge coaches by how many trophies they won. Because if you do that, then the legacies of some of the biggest coaches uh, will be thrown under the bus. You know, um, and I know there's one that is very dear to your heart. Because uh, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't. If you want to count trophies, I don't think he has that many trophies in his in his mm-hmm. cabinet. Another one close to your heart will be uh, Professor uh, Asen Wenger, who even though was a behemoth um, in the British, in the English or Barclays Premier League, like it was called during his time, uh, never got to experience European success. Uh, but this were t- these are two people, just two out of several people I several. can mention, that not only changed the game, but also have developed a lot of new coaches. I mean, they have a very wide coaching tree. People who mm-hmm. will tell you they learnt under Gusseling, yeah. learnt under Wenger, and they uh-huh. are here coaching their own team, imprinting mm-hmm. their own philosophy as well. Yeah. Um, I think that's really the case of Pep and Jose, uh, two um, totally different set of personalities. But yeah, two totally successful set of human beings as well. Um, yes, I think if there's any edge, if you want me to compare who has a better legacy, I guess the only edge Mario has was Mario was able to wear out Pep Guardiola. Guardiola literally said, I'm leaving because I am worn out. <laughs> I mean, you hardly hear coaches say that they tell you oh they want to take a sabbatical and don't give you the reason why they are taking the sabbatical so appreciation for Pep's honesty but coming back to their philosophy um, I don't think we really have any coach or anybody come out to say I learned under Jose Mario because Jose Mario is filled with his own ego has always thought he was the best and that's, I don't that's think there's anyone Kachi, that's a lie. That's a lie. We have Will Ferrers. We have Brenda Rogers. Uh, Kachi, uh, no, no, no. Brenda Rogers is not from a Mourinho coaching tree. Please. He is. He is. He was a assistant at Chelsea. Do, do not give. Do not give. No, 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 no. I, the, I, 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 I totally Andre Andre Villabouache of, of, of Formerly of Olympic Marseille as well. Now, right? Where's Villas Boas right I now? Think he's in, I think he's in Russia, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, it really doesn't matter uh, where he is. But my point really is that the people coming out from Jose Mourinho's coaching tree, how do I put it? It's like saying, it's like seeing somebody who is your father, maybe not doing so well, a, a miscreant and in the neighborhood, and you are not proud to say, that's the man I come from. My everybody you have called coming from Mourinho's coaching tree do not uh-huh. play like a Mourinho's a Mourinho's coach team. Staff we know how we know how Mourinho sets up his team. Very physical, uh-huh. um, us against the world mentality. Big, strong, able to dominate possession and play stifling, stifling football. 
Uh, Brendan Rodgers doesn't play that. AVB oh. came and wanted to change, totally overhaul what Chelsea was doing. He went to uh-huh. Spurs, also wanted to overhaul everything uh, that he met on ground. But with Pep, and I'm not saying Pep also has a lot of coaching trees. You know, the, I guess the two biggest success we can say is Mikel Arteta and uh Xavi hey. right now with his own brand hey. of Xavi football. Yo, what about the ten angles? One, ten, two, ten, three, ten. Okay, <laughs> maybe okay, maybe ten, ten hags. Okay, we can also say ten hag. So um these guys technically have passed down legacy to other people, even though they mm-hmm. switched how they are they are they are uh implementing whatever they learned from these guys. Um from from each from from both uh, Pep and also from Mourinho. Now, as much as I've tried to avoid it, I'm going to come back to it. <laughs> Everywhere Mourinho has gone, bar sports, sports. he has won. Sports Whether you like of... his brand of football or not, <laughs> or no, not... I think if they have left him to coach that final. Um, in sports against City, he will not play the best football. He will not. I assure you, it will be boring <laughs> to watch. But he will get them to penalties or probably get a smash and grab goal, and he would have won that <laughs> cup. It's they, just who Mario. Thank God he did not stay. Yeah, Mario is built <laughs> and wired to win. He, he wins this at kind all costs. <laughs> um, he's he's better suited towards cup competition, whether we want to admit it or not. Uh, for Pep Guardiola, is is very charismatic, but I think he doesn't really keep things simple, and that's really one slight edge I will give to Mario. I personally enjoy Pep's brand of football, but it mm-hmm. gets so good that it gets so boring. Uh, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, 100%. It becomes so good that you already 100%. know the outcome of the game before they even play. They play the game. But a Mario coach team, you see the flaw, you see the personality of the coach in the team. So you know they are flawed, but they are just so beautifully flawed. They own their flaw. They own their insecurity. They tell you, this is who we are. We are not going to mask it. I'm not going to be a nice guy to you. I'm not trying to, for, <laughs> I'm not trying to make you like me. I'm just trying to win. Pep wants you to like him. You know, um, very recently he came out to say everybody was rooting for Liverpool to win the Premier League. A coach really shouldn't be telling us that. He tells me yeah. uh, Pep wants you know, the world to like it. To like um, it. I think that's really the, his biggest fault. That reminds me so much of Arsene Wenger. Wenger wanted the world to like him. Um, so Alex did not care about that. So sometimes you need that cutthroat nature. Mm. But all this is subjective. This is my thought. It takes nothing away from how it's brilliant like both of them have been. I'm only saying there are many ways to get home and both of them are taking different parts. Um, when In the future, when we now get to speak to our kids, depending on which club you support and whether they have coached any of the clubs you support, you might paint each of them in different light. In different light. It will forever be subjective. Okay. All right. Perfect. Thank you very much for that wonderful analysis. Um, Mario did pretty well 
and that you can't take anything away from you said God Allah, even though he spends money like there's no tomorrow. Oh but, boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's what it is. If your father is a billionaire, I mean, pretty much this is the case. If your father is a billionaire, you can't say because you want to be humble, you, you, use, yeah, the train, the you yeah. use the train to go yeah, to, go to drive your Ferrari. When, when there's a chauffeur that can drive you in a Rolls Royce to school. It's pretty much what it is. All right, perfect. Thank you very much for that. And Real Madrid actually defeated because we, I know it's a little bit stale, but we still need to gloss over it. What Madrid did on that night was exceptional. But I keep telling anybody that, in case we listen, that Madrid are riding their luck. Yeah. Thanks to Mendy and um, Cotois, we wouldn't have gotten that far in that game. You know, mm. but but what Madrid did, Kachi, can you honestly tell me that Madrid are not the favorite for the Champions League? They are not the best. I'm not saying they're the best team, but don't you think they're going to be the favorite for the Champions League final? No, I don't think they are the favorite. But like you said, I also don't think they cannot win it. Um, um, this also buttresses what I've been saying about Pep in 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 the fact that. I mean, he counts his eggs, his eggs before they are hatched. Uh, I mean, he already was looking towards the, uh, the Premier League running. He took out everybody at the time when Ancelotti was bringing in fresher blood. Fresh blood. In Camavinga, in, uh, in Rodrigo. Rodrigo. That was when he was taking out a... a KDB. An ordinary KDB on the night. KDB was really ordinary. Let's let's be honest mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. He was taking out his potential match winner in Riyad Mahrez. Tricking out everybody, thinking the game was won. But if he had remembered, if he was a student of history, he should have remembered that in this same season, this same tournament, Madrid had come out, come back from the dead on two occasions against the bigger team. Or, or three, as, as a matter actually, of fact. Now, if you count them now, they are three, no, right? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, no. If you count that, it was going to be four. What they did at Etihad, they, they were supposed to lose like six or at Etihad. Exactly. Four, so if you count the first eight. leg, if you yeah. count the first leg at the Etihad as well. Um... Oh. I think Madrid is the better tested team out of the two finalists. They've gone through the worst to get there. Uh, there was no time and there was no game this season that Liverpool played where Liverpool was not overwhelming favourites. Uh, they were favourites to come out and top their group. They were favourites to beat uh, uh, to beat Benfica. They were favourites to beat Villarreal, even though they almost bottled it in the second leg. Uh, Madrid went through the round of 16, the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and they were not favourites in any of them. They were not favourites against PSG, not against Chelsea as well. Uh, And they came out on on skate. On on each of those occasions, you pretty much was going to lose. (laughs) Yes, I thought, I thought, I thought, I told you, I told you on the second leg that my heart really wants Madrid to win. I thought it was going to be 3-2 Madrid and that if you get 2-1 Madrid regular uh, regular time, you can get to extra time and penalties because I, I, I predicted a Madrid win. Uh, but I was speaking from my heart. I made, I definitely qualified it or this yeah. was my heart's desire, not what logic is telling me. Right. Uh-huh. So logic also tells me right now that Liverpool is clear, not maybe not clear favorite, but definitely favorite. I would probably say for 51 49 uh, right. to Liverpool, especially because right now I think the Premier League is gone. They can also stop hoping for a quadruple and, and focus on getting the big one. But I, 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 
I definitely think Madrid will win. If, even if, though Liverpool if, is the favorite. Actually, I know. I'm going to say something crazy right now. But if Liverpool wants to win the final, Mo Salah should not start. Why do if you say Mo, so? If, if Mo starts, if Mo starts, it's not sure for them. So who plays, that, who plays from the right? I'm going to right, play exa- exactly. I want to play Yegoyota through I'll the middle. The and I would never play Nabiketa. I would rather play either of um, Dion Simeone. Thiago Fabio with Jasmina or Jordan Anderson. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. I don't. Uh, I don't I, know I, what I, what club will come up with, but he should be careful. Uh, 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 one of the legacy and uh, one of the the blot on on Guardiola's legacy is the fact that he overthinks things, and I think that's the difference between him and Klopp. Klopp really doesn't overthink it. What exactly, just happens yeah. is he plays a formation you know, which is I will press you till you give up. Uh, it's not going to change. Even it's, in it's going game, to be 3 3. It's going to be 4 3 3, and I'm just going to come non stop at you. Pep tends to overthink things, and he really throws overthinking as complicated, win, easily winnable games. He has turned them into unexplainable losses. Okay. All right. Perfect. Thank you very much for that. And of course, Lewandowski is looking, he's in a statement, in a statement right now, concerning his contract with Bayern Munich. We don't know where Leo is going to be next season, and that's that's a major headache for everybody. Do you think he's going to go to Man City, Madrid, uh, go back to Poland, come to Manchester United, or where do you think he's probably going to end up? I think Lewandowski will form the next set of next batch of Galacticos that will play wearing the all white of Madrid. Um, I think he's definitely moving. Um, just so you are saying, Louis will probably go move to uh to Madrid, but that that would be difficult because Benz is not going anywhere soon. Yes, it's not going anywhere soon, but I don't think Benzema will play as inspired a football as he has played this season, especially if he gets to win the Ballon d'Or. And it's Madrid, Florentino Perez, as much as he likes you after a certain age, he really wants to get the next big thing in. Uh, Benzema has been a good supporter, but if, if Perez could do what he did to Aika Casillas, uh, what he did to yeah. Raul Gonzalez, I think Benzema also is reading the handwriting on the wall. Um, he's there to groom the next generation of superstars one more year while the new guys like Lewandowski and Mbappe come in. And um, that's it. So I really think Lewandowski plays for Madrid, really, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Perfect. Thank you very much for that. And uh, that will be some fun, fun action to see, honestly, if you ask me. And I'll move into the Europa League. Um, a, a big, a big, a big shout out to the industry of um, Rangers coming back to defeat um, Albilez Big 3-1 and Frankfurt defeating West Ham as well, 1-0. Frankfurt back in the Major League after 50 years. Uh, to the final, for, to an European final for a very, very, after a very, very long time. What do you foresee will happen between Frankfurt and Rangers? Come May, May, May the 18th. Um, I actually said it during the prediction of uh, the Frankfurt game that I think this tournament is Frankfurt to win. Um, I still yeah. stand by it, uh, but that's not to take anything away from what Rangers has been able to achieve. Amazing amazing continuation from where 
um, uh, Gerard stop by Giovanni Van Bronco's team. Mm-hmm. Um, they rode the twelfth man in Ibrox. So I've always said that crowd in Ibrox is like a player. They, clap, <laughs> they are just like their extra player on the pitch. Um, they are not going to have that. It will be evenly split between the entrant Frankfurt fans and 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 the Rangers fan. I think uh, Frankfurt plays a better brand of football. They are more uh-huh, cerebral. 100%. Um, I still give them the slight edge. I, I will I be surprised if Rangers win it? Maybe, possibly. I really don't think they. But will I think they don't deserve it? No, I will not say so. If you get to the final, you definitely deserve to win the tournament. But I yeah. just think Frankfurt wins this. All right, perfect. And of course, uh, Feyenoord head Marcel to a new new draw away from mom to qualify for the Europa Conference final and uh, Broma defeated thanks to Tamir Abraham and uh, defeated uh, Leicester City 1-0 so it's going to be Jose Mourinho versus Arfenon Jose wants to bring Roma back to the charts after a very 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 long time do you think Jose will be able to do this is a serial winner uh, I can't bet that. I guess I can't bet against Jose Mario in the, in the tournament final there's no way um, it will not be an easy win it won't be pretty uh, but I think they have just enough in them to, to, to defeat Feyenoord. Feyenoord obviously is, is a mix of young players. Jose Mourinho would, would bring back the dark side of football that will scare those Feyenoord boys. They've never seen something as difficult as if I have Jose Mourinho's team. Uh, Roma wins this and Roma wins this convincingly. Alright, right, perfect. And I, like I said in the position, I said if Mbappé should sign and next contract extension with um, PSG. I'm going to come for your head. No particularly. I'm right do you here. Think, right here. Do you think Mbappe, it's possible for Mbappe to sign a contract extension? Everything is pointing towards Mbappe staying back at PSG for at least one extra season, at the very least. Um, and is, is it reasonable if he stays back, given the overwhelming uh, need? That uh, or very interest that Real Madrid has shown me over the past. Um, uh, I think this is the best time for Mbappe to move, uh, but I think his agents also would they would need to look and see what uh, the management of PSG is trying to do. If he gets any idea that things are going to remain the same, I mean they are going to be inconsistent. They don't. Mm-hmm. They won't be really ambitious in who they are hiring as a coach. Then I think he would leave. Um, he has seen people. He has seen the same Madrid getting to the business end of tournament. He would like to win. Um, that alone will let him know. Uh, maybe it's time to move. The truth is, the biggest challenge PSG has is they are not tested locally. So when the time comes, knockout stages of the that big tournament, yeah. they've not seen the type of formations they see in those in those stages mm. in, in league on. So it confuses them, you know. Uh, they are playing against teams that reverence them, teams that want to change jerseys, uh, yeah. change shirts in during halftime. But business and nobody's looking at your face in the Champions League. Um, I think this is the, the time. If he doesn't leave now, that means he has uh, Madrid has to pay sign-off fee. Um, Florentino Perez is a more is a wiser businessman now. Um, he has not been splashing all the crazy money the last two years, apart from mm-hmm. Kamavinga. I don't think he made any major 
big splash. Uh, David Alaba came in on a free, apart yeah. from David Alaba, you know. So um, he's going to tell, he's going to let this guy know instead of me to give that money to your club, so, let's let me, work it let's, towards what let's we pay do. And, and yeah. um, he's going to come. So I, 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 I'm waiting to also come back at you. <laughs> <laughs> what is the two-year and one-year option which you have added all right perfect and in the, in the Premier League um, Arsenal defeated a late, uh, Leeds United 2-1 and the has scored two goals I'll catch it I know I know most people don't like to answer this question this boy this young boy has scored more goals than Lacazette this season mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. coming from coming from obscurity to do that mm-hmm. well, he did not even get had the chance do you think after they sent, they unceremoniously sent, uh, Bata sent um, Abamayang off, Abamayang, yeah. uh, this guy should have taken, should actually taken the place of Abamayang in the center of the, in the center of the um, front, front three. And maybe, maybe Asda would have scored more goals. Um, well, we, but we don't know what was happening uh, back in camp, right? Uh, we're uh-huh. not there. We're, we're only uh-huh. going with what we're told and what we see. Um, he probably wasn't ready mentally to take that. He probably that was probably when he was having his contract negotiation talk discussion that did not go well mm. for us to now hear that he wanted he wants to leave. You know, uh-huh. so um, hindsight is twenty twenty. It's easy for us to say no based on how he's performing now. He yeah. should have been the one taking the reins instead of Lacazette. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think what I can only say is based on what he has done now. I think Arsenal should come back to the negotiation uh, negotiation table and say, "Dude, uh, it looks it looks like you have something good going on here. <laughs> Let's just add an extra fifty thousand to what you are earning." Um, he just wants to. The boy wants to play regularly. We know he also wants to earn. Um, Lacazette is not getting any younger. If they he's can leaving. sell you already said he's leaving. Yeah. So if they can sell that idea to him, that Lacazette is leaving, you can lead the line here. Martin Odegaard will probably be our captain. Let's make this another young, exciting team, and let's all grow together. Um, so, but it's easy for us to sit where we are now and say, "Oh, he should have been given the red," but we don't have all, we don't have all the facts. All right, perfect. Uh, Christopher has defeated uh, Watford to confirm yeah, bye bye to uh, to the Premier League. But across the last four or five years, Watford and, and Norwich are the first name when it comes to qualification for the. English Premier League, so don't be surprised when you see them again. Uh, Tolly, Tolly was at the Stamford Bridge over the weekend, whistling. He has never seen a VAR before. First time seeing VAR. Chelsea uh, racing to two lead, uh, two goal lead, and Van Lukaku before Overhampton came back. We're through Trincao uh, to defeat to to snatch a draw against Chelsea. And now, after the win by Arsenal on Sunday, Arsenal just one point behind Chelsea. Kachi, what does yeah. it say about Chelsea's season overall? Uh, we've we've talked about this. Game. We've talked about this many times, Debo. I think this issue of Abramovich, ownership, ownership, players not knowing where their next salary will be paid if they're going to get a contract extension. <laughs> Yeah. I think it adversely affected the boys. Uh, they really would want this season to be over with. They need one more win to confirm Champions League football. They'll, uh-huh. they'll probably get it in one of the last three of games left. 
Um, but it's not been a successful season, give or take. I guess if they manage to win the FA Cup, then they can say, oh, it's been much of a success in spite mm. of what has happened. But yeah. um, the, the kind of collapse, and late season collapse we've experienced with Chelsea is something they've always complained about the Thomas Tuchel-led team. Mm. They tend to collapse late in the season. What usually helped them in the past, especially in PSG, is to build enough uh, gap. gap at the beginning the of the season, season and then they are able to coast. So I guess he has to find a way to keep the mindset and mentality sharp across 38 games. Uh, it's a big lesson for him, uh, but I also want to give them the benefit of the doubt. <clears throat> When you don't know whether your father's house will be sold, or even <laughs> if you can still sleep in the house from next month, uh, it, it becomes something of a distraction. Uh, and I think okay. we're distracted. All right, perfect. And of course, Brentford defeated uh, Southampton 3 0. Aston Villa defeated Bolly away from home 3 1. Uh, Brighton, 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 I know, killed Manchester United 4 0. Nakachi. Everybody seemed to be talking about that Ronaldo smile or laughter after mm-hmm. the third goal. Like, mm-hmm. what am I? Do- what am I doing? Should we yeah, blame yeah. Ronaldo? Should we blame Ronaldo for laughing at that point, or is oh. it just a natural, a natural, um, a natural re- um, reaction given yeah. to yeah. our poor United were overall? Yes. Over the yes. Yes, I, I, it's a natural reaction. I mean, this same Ronaldo you are talking about played with uh, uh, Roy Keane. He, he would look uh-huh. to his left, he would see Paul Scholes. He would look to his right, he would see uh, Roy Keane. Yeah, yeah, uh, Gary yeah, Neville at some point. There's uh-huh. a gig somewhere. <clears throat> a a, a, a Matic. I'm not sure. I can't remember if he played with Matic, but I can't remember. A Carlos Tevez that would yeah. fight and get... Wayne Rooney so and then he's playing with this bunch of players wearing the <laughs> same red that they were proud to wear then it's enough to when you can't cry uh, you start yeah, to yeah, laugh uh, so it has gotten to a point where he can't cry anymore uh, it will just become a laugh I'll be surprised if he stays It's if he's no longer ambitious then he will stay but if he still has ambition he will probably go back to Porto or maybe PSG. I don't know. Uh, but it would right. be nice to see Ronaldo. Now that I think about it, it would be nice to see Ronaldo and Messi play for the same team. But that would only happen if um, Mbappe leaves from Madrid. Okay. All right. Perfect. Um, Liverpool, uh, disappointingly, they drew 1-1 against Sports. Club uh, complaining bitterly about the brand of football sports plays. I'm, I'm wondering what clubs expect with his area of stars. <laughs> Sports should, should play the normal game with him so that they can be defeated like five new, right? Uh, they play the World War draw against Sports. Uh, Saul gets not discouraged. Everything coming back from the dead potential, uh, potentially uh, defeated Leicester City away from home. 2 1. Norwich, uh, thanks to Cruz, uh, uh, different, uh, a forgettable night for, for Cruz. Actually, uh, West Ham defeated them 4 0. Arsenal defeated Leeds uh, United 2 1. Manchester City massacred uh, Newcastle 5 5 0. Right now, and as the stands, we have guys at the business end of the table uh, City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal closely followed by Sports. And at the downside, we have um, 
Watford has already been relegated right now and Norwich City as well. But it gets interesting from the 16th position up to the 18th position. Everything with a game at hand with 35 points. Burnley with 34 points. And Leeds United with a dangerously crazy goal difference of minus 35 at 34 points as well. I think this will count against uh, Leeds United potentially during this running. What do you think, uh, Bukachi? I hope it doesn't. Uh, they definitely play better brand of football than, than say Burnley, and I would like to see them continue uh, remain um, in, the in the Premiership because I know how long it took them to come back after their last relegation. Uh, but like you said, their negative goals difference might play a part because I think that's what the English Premier Premier League uses, not the head-to-head um, results. Um, um, in terms of running, um, the Leeds seem to have the tougher games. I think yeah. they have Brighton, they have Chelsea midweek, and then they finish the season with, uh, 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 with as I think it's either Aston Villa or I can't remember who. Aston Villa. Yeah. Co- compared to compared to the rest, they have the tougher round of uh, set of games left. Um, they need to they need at least uh, six points uh, to yeah. confirm that. Well, they are playing a. A, a distracted Chelsea team. Uh, they may do a smash and grab there and get a mm. win right now. I'm not saying they will. They may. Uh, but uh, I think I between them and Everton, who, if I had to choose who I want to remain, I'll probably choose Everton simply because of that sentiment. Um, there's more Nigerians have played for Everton than mm-hmm. I've even seen represent Leeds United. So, yeah. and I want to see the Messi side derby continue. Um, in the league, but yeah, it's looking like it's almost good night for Leeds simply because they've not um, Marcelo Bielsa's brand of football uh, could Does not, not sustain season. two seasons yeah. in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. And um, Napoli defeated Torino one 0 Sassuolo played a one-one draw against Genese. Lazio defeated Sampdoria two 0 uh, Atlanta defeated Spezia away from home three-one. Vencia defeated Bologna 4-3. Um, start Nintana uh, played a one-one draw against Cagliari. Alos Veronas lost against uh, Milan three uh, one three. And as it stands right now, Milan are still on top of the table with 80 points, closely followed by Inter Milan at 78 points. It's, it's a crazy one right now mm-hmm. in in in, in um, in the Serie A. And it's Spanish, yeah. yeah, and it's Spanish La Liga still, remains the same, but Real Madrid already champions. Uh they they gave they gave um Atletico Madrid chance to win uh this weekend. So, so Atletico won one deal. Uh Barcelona closely following them thanks to the two-one added victory that they had over the weekend as well. At uh, Sevilla on the third position at 35 points and at, of course Atletico at the fourth in the fourth position with 64 points. As it stands right now, looks like everything is settled by the surprise or any cal- calculation by um, Atletico Madrid because Real Betis has just 58 points. So once Atletico can win one game more, or potentially yeah, one game more, and they draw, they, they need just four points more to confirm their fourth position in the Spanish La Liga as well. All right, perfect. Thank you very much, Kachi, for joining me on the show today. I really do appreciate it. But before you go, please tell me, are you sure Milan is going to win the league this year? This year? Uh, we need four points from the last uh, 
two games, I think. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and they are potential banana skin games. Um, Atlanta, I believe their season is over. Maybe they are no longer interested. Hopefully, we win that game and go into Sausuolo, who is our banana. Another ba- a bigger banana skin game. I'm hoping to get a draw. Uh, it's at the beginning of the season. I said if they remain second, it's still a big plus, a big progression. Champions League football is guaranteed again. Um, I understand their interest from the owners of Liverpool now to buy Milan now, uh, which would make which would make for good investment. Uh-huh. But if you have the opportunity to win it. No need to settle for second place. For second place. Uh, I, I, I can't root against my team. Uh, let's go for Samilan. Let's go. All let's right. Go. Perfect. Thank you very much for staying tuned with us. We we'll talk with you again next week. I still remain Adeja Adebo Ali. And this is Oracle Kachi. Don't stop supporting sport. Bye, guys. Have a wonderful sporting week.